Okay. Is that a new jacket? Where'd you get it? Uh, curtsy? <laughs> I almost said Poshmark. I sold my first thing on Curtsy today. Well, you did. I had sold something else on Curtsy, but it was a resale. This is my first okay. from my closet. What did you sell and how much did you make? An old turtleneck that I never wear and I made a whole $4. Wow, dude. I know. I'm balling now. That's crazy. <laughs> Damn, I'm jealous. One of my things on there has 14 likes on it. Damn. So I'm like hopeful. Which is pretty good for Curtsy. Uh, yeah. Quick plug, everyone. Uh, we are now obsessed with this app called Curtsy. It is a on, basically online thrifting. So you can sell your clothes. It's kind of like Depop if you know what that is. And you can sell your clothes and you can buy, buy yeah. clothes. It's but- similar to Poshmark, I would say, in price range. Because I feel like mm-hmm. Depop can be expensive. Ah, yeah. But yeah. I think it's all girls on Curtsy. Yeah, it is. Okay, yeah. So it's all female. Um, welcome back to Unfiltered, everyone. This is episode 17. It is the middle of January. We are slowly making it through 2021. God. Um, anyways, so you want to tell us what we're talking about today, Kim? <laughs> yeah, so today we're going to talk about the like female nerd portrayal in media and yeah, we're just going to dive into that, see what that means, and see what some researchers have said about how that affects people and their perception of women in STEM. And their involvement in STEM, too. Yes. So, but we have to start with question for queens first. Here's my question for all you queens out there. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> what Dude, the hell? I ask myself that every day. Is that even a question? I actually don't know. What the hell? <laughs> It's because it's like, oh, what the hell? Or like, what the hell? Yeah, you can You're say, what the hell? It's a question. Like, what the, what the fork? What the heck? What the hell? It's all the same, the you know? Fork in hell is what forking fork going on. Hell? Yeah, that- that's the question I have for you queens out there. Okay, question for queens, though. Oh, yeah. Um, I forgot like about that. Like the actual question for queens. Yeah, yeah. You know? What the hell? <laughs> what the hell? That's it. That's where we're leaving it. Okay. The one from last week is yours, so. Oh, oh. short. Maybe we should pull that up and we should actually look at the answer. Okay, snitches. So last week's question for Queens was this brain teaser that said a 25 feet ladder, a 25 foot ladder, assume it is not an extension ladder, is placed with its foot seven feet away from the building. If the top of the ladder slides down four feet, how many feet will the bottom slide out? And the answer is eight. Um, And you can basically just do the math by like using the Pythagorean theorem taking some square roots, doing some squares here and there, taking some subtract or differences and then getting the answer eight. Isn't that crazy? Like, yeah, I know my teaching skills are impeccable. Um, And you're probably thinking like, wow, that was the best explanation I've ever heard. So you're welcome for that. Um, uh, My question for Queens for this week I believe there are multiple answers to this one, too. Get creative with how you do it. Um, But the math should all work out. But this one's kind of long, so bear with me, okay? Four people need to cross a rickety rope bridge to get back to their camp at night. 
Unfortunately, they only have one flashlight and it's only enough and it only has enough light left for 17 minutes. The bridge is too dangerous to cross without a flashlight and it's only strong enough to support two people at any given time. Each of the campers walks at a different speed. One can cross the bridge in one minute, another in two minutes, the third in five minutes, and the slow poke takes 10 minutes to cross. How do the campers make it across in 17 minutes? Wow. Bum, bum, bum. Holy fuck. They don't. They all die. The bridge breaks. Great engineering, guys. Damn. That's crazy. Didn't even hear most of what you said. You just zoned out. Yeah. Awesome. I don't know, dude. My brain is slush today. That's okay. My brain is slush every day. But you know what isn't slush? What's not slush, Kimberly? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, but for real, getting to the topic of today, as Kim said, we're talking about the portrayal of females in STEM or engineering or nerds or whatever you want to say um, in media. And that ranges from like TV shows, movies, whatever stereotypes are out there. And um, Kim came up with this idea And when she first proposed it to me, she sent an article of like the top – it wasn't an article. It was like a webpage of like the top – I don't know what it was, 30 or something female um, nerds in like today's TV shows and stuff. And I was looking at it. But it's like one of those like weird websites. Kind of like BuzzFeed. Yeah. 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 Where they like – Those are pop culture. Yeah. um, Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I don't mean like a research article. (laughs) I haven't gotten there yet. I just want to know. (laughs) No. It was like a webpage. Yeah. Um, But she sent it to me. And before I even like realized what she was talking about, like what we should talk about for this episode, I opened it up and I started scrolling through and I immediately got triggered by it because I was like, how come everyone in this like – it look they make them look like a nerd or like like there's no I like when Kim proposed this idea I was kind of thinking like we were kind of talking originally about like having an episode about like our role models in media in term in, in like engineering or STEM or whatever and so in my mind I was like okay what TV shows is there like a badass woman in engineering who's like a queen whatever and I like kept drawing a blank I was like I I can't think of any so then she sent me this article and I thought it was going to be like a list of those type of people mm-hmm. and I'm like all right okay cool this is gonna this is gonna you know, draw my memory of what TV shows I've seen where there's these badass women. And then all of the freaking ones on this webpage are these like nerd, like Big Bang Theory, like all those typical, stereotypical nerd, like nerd women in these shows and movies. And I was immediately like, what the hell? And she's like, yes, exactly. Like, that's what we should talk about. I'm like, oh. Yeah, yeah so, dude. Like, that's why we're here. So the problem is that there's like a lot of extremes that people in the media use. Yes. So it's like either the girl is unbelievably sexy where she has like these huge boobs and mm-hmm. like, I don't know, is is overly sexualized in the media. Or you have on the other spectrum where it's like um, this girl who's like, you know, kind of shy, like slumping her shoulders, wearing glasses, which there's nothing wrong with glasses. Like it's – But it's a typical nerd, Yeah. Right. And like quiet, antisocial yeah. or bad at being like social. Right. Right. So it's just like really interesting because if you actually take time to look at like the real women in science today that are making an impact, and we're going to get into this later, they do not look anything like what you see on TV. No. Like not at all. And I know that a lot of artistic interpretation is exaggerated, like apparently to make a point, but right. I don't know about that because you see, like, let's say Tony Stark. 
Yeah. He is a sexy, sexy man. Yeah. Rich, like, like rich, <laughs> freaking genius, dude. And I know. Right. And I know that, and also a superhero. Let's not forget that he's Obviously. a literally. <laughs> and I know that there like are a lot of exaggerations for guy mm, geek guys. Too. Yeah, too. So that's like a whole other problem in itself. But yeah, this is what we want to focus on today. So we want to focus on this and and not just the stereotypes that are out there, but how those stereotypes then influence and affect young girls or anyone looking at possibly going into STEM and like how that influences their decisions. So um, yeah, that's and it. like specifically, yeah. so one thing, one article I found is from the university of Washington. Hmm. Sounds like a great school. Um, <laughs> so actually this is from 2013. So lol, but it was kind of hard to find like actual, um, what is it? Credible articles that speak to yeah, because this no issue. No one talks about this issue, but it right. is out there. But it's a title article. A title articled an article titled <laughs> "More Women Pick Computer Science If Media Nicks Outdated the Nerd Stereotype." So, like you know, a lot of um, basically the article discusses how they. Um, surveyed a bunch of people at UW and Stanford University, and they asked them to describe computer science majors. And they were surprised at how, like, offen- not offensive, but biased a lot of their descriptions were because right. people would say, like, they're pale from always staying inside. They're antisocial. They always super play video skinny, games. Stuff like that. Yeah. So apparently the study basically found – and so that was one aspect of the study. The second aspect was they had like two groups and basically one group had um, – they had two like fabricated articles. And one article heavily portrayed these stereotypes of what the students uh, described computer science looked like. And then the other article didn't. And, or it, it didn't have those stereotypes at all. Anyway, they asked questions after students looked at those articles and the ones that had non-stereotype, the non-stereotype article were more likely to feel like they could enter the field of computer right. science. I like think I'm inter- yeah. interpreting that correctly. Yeah. Right? Yeah. No, I think what, I think what they're saying is they had, yeah, these two articles where one article basically included these stereotypes saying, oh, these stereotypes are true. Most people in computer science look like they do in the media. And then they had one saying, these stereotypes are not true. Most people do not look like these people in the media that you see. And the people who read the article that said they do look like the people, the stereotypes are, are true, were way less likely to want to go into that field and vice versa. The article that said it was not a stereotype, those people were more likely to be interested in computer science. Right. And right. so their like conclusion of this research study, well, not conclusion, obviously there were a lot, but like one of the, one of the uh, messages they basically wanted to share was that like, it's not a problem with the people that are in computer science. Like the stereotype doesn't really exist. It's a problem with like marketing and the media, right? Because like right. there, there is a very clear, like the, um, the fact that women are a minority in computer science and other STEM fields is clear. Like we have data on that. That is a fact. Like you can look that up, right? But that there are so many reasons that that's the case. And they're they're basically saying one of these main reasons or one of the this, this one of the big reasons for that is because of the media's portrayal. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what causes or one of the main causes of why there's um, less females in STEM or computer right. science specifically in this study um, is because of this media portrayal. Because like, I think it's interesting because, like, you know, like, in today's society, all girls 
and women want to look like the celebrities or like the Kim Kardashians, right? No one wants to look like the nerd girl with glasses and braces. And, you know, so it's like, even though that is so not true, people have this idea that that's what you kind of need to look like or something to be an engineer or be in computer science. So like, yeah, they think that if they go into that field, they're going to end up being that person. I don't know. Like it's, it's so interesting. Yeah. Um, I, I don't, I know it's really hard um, to discuss this just because there's there's a lot that goes into it. And like, I don't know. Okay. When you think of your favorite female portrayal of a steminist or whatever in media, like who's the first person you think of? I don't even know. I, I can't think of anyone either really. And like, uh, it's just so problematic too though, because when I do think of like I, I just think, imagine someone going like, I'm hacking into the mainframe. Yeah, I, know, and I, know. <laughs> I know. It's like we're in engineering and we see that that is not actually the case. Those stereotypes yeah. are not true. But because it's been like ingrained in us, it's like we're guilty of thinking that too. And that goes for every stereotype. You know, it's like, yeah, uh, it's really hard to let go of those. But I think it was really interesting that just that one fix in that in the article, they had these um, volunteers read in the study, like, completely change their mindset about the field, you know? Right. Yeah. Um, so it would be really interesting if one day, you know, we had more and more shows or um, movies or um, things in the media representing these girls and these women engineers and computer scientists and in different f- STEM fields, like in a different manner, um, if over time that the numbers in these fields would increase. So I don't well, know. I have a question for you. Have you seen the first Wonder Woman? The Like the one that came out recently? Yeah. No. Damn it. Because – Okay, someone correct me if I'm wrong, but I found the second movie, I'm not spoiling anything, to be problematic because I don't, so I haven't seen the first movie, that's why I'm asking, because I don't know what happened in the first one, but basically Wonder Woman in her human life is an anthropologist, and she's like super smart. Okay, I know Tony Stark had a love interest in his movie, but I feel like they explore his intelligence without the need of that woman a lot more. Whereas on the flip side with Wonder Woman, she obviously, she works for the Smithsonian as an anthropologist. Like that is a huge, huge deal. And they don't really like ever explore that at all. They kind of just throw in the fact like, oh, she works at the Smithsonian, Mm -hmm. whatever. But look at her husband. Mm -hmm. Like look at her. You know what I mean? Whereas I feel like with the whole – and maybe um, they will explore this later on. But with the whole Iron Man series, I feel like they they really touch a lot on the fact that he's so intelligent. But with Wonder Woman, it's like who cares about that? Look at her love interest. Some people that love Marvel might come at me. And That's fine. Whatever is Wonder Woman DC. I don't really know. Wonder but- Woman DC. Okay. I, I think it's so interesting you bring up Iron Man too because he, you know, he's like he's seen as a hero, right? Of course, seen he's seen as a hero when really like Pepper Potts, like his wife or soon later wife, like she d- like helps him with all of this stuff, but she's just the love interest, you know? Like she becomes the CEO of Stark Industries later on in the series, but she's just the love interest, you know, through the whole thing. She's just, um, but basically, I, I was like telling Kim this too. I was like, where are the TV shows and movies? Like, okay, Legally Blonde is great. I'm glad that exists. You know, that's like what I'm talking about. This badass woman who lives out that stereotype of being this like girly girl, whatever, who like is independent, follows her dreams and becomes a lawyer and whatever. Right. But where is that equivalent for an engineer or a computer scientist? Right. It's like 
But also, well, okay. I, I love Legally Blonde too, but that's also an extreme. Like no it one, is. or okay, I shouldn't say no one, but that is definitely an extreme. I'm just wondering, like, I would like to see a legitimate show or movie that follows the struggles of a woman or a person of color or just a minority in a field where they're not predominantly seen. Yeah. And just like the real struggles of that person, or even if it's a comedy, don't freaking like put makeup or, you know what I mean? Just a more realistic portrayal of this type of person. Okay. Also, have you seen Queen's Gambit? No. Okay. Well, I haven't, I'm only on like episode two or three, so I don't know. I know the general theme of it. And so I know it kind of changes from the first couple episodes, but anyways, she basically is like this crazy good chess player and she starts at like a really young age and she like wins all these competitions and stuff and i won't get into the details because i don't want any spoiler alerts but um i love in that show like she's chess in general is considered a pretty nerdy game right it's like um people typically think oh if you're really good at chess you know like you're really nerdy you're into like it's mathematical statistical whatever you want to say it is right and in the show like i think you would like it there are some scenes she she, like doesn't give a shit about what anyone else like thinks about her and like she just waltzes straight into the room because she knows she's good and like everyone's like staring and like saying all this stuff because she's like the only girl playing and she like one of the scenes she plays like 30 guys at the same time and she's the one girl and she's like 10 years younger than or not 10 years she's like five years younger than all of them or something and like she just waltzes right in like full confidence like I'm sure obviously (laughs) she is not fully confident but it's like I just love those scenes because I'm like damn look at her go (laughs) and that's cool too because I haven't seen the show but I saw the preview she's like has meant she struggles with mental health right she she's like it's like a she like is addicted to drugs and stuff like that it's like a okay. whole there's like yeah. a deeper story to it but I just love those scenes where she's like so like she doesn't give a shit about anything right. and like I'm no, like yes that's I'm like that's actually seems more realistic because yeah. it's like this badass bitch who's really good at this thing but also she's struggling with this thing and I don't know if she has a love interest in the show but I'm hoping that that's like not the whole premise of the show where she's like has to find the man to right. better herself I'm only on episode like three or something so I don't know yet and I don't want any spoilers either but so we're not gonna look it up um, <laughs> but I it's like at the same time I'm like yes it is more realistic in terms of not like a stereotype nerd or something playing these chess games but at the same time it's also like if you were the only woman in this room from all these guys it would be very difficult to have the confidence that she has like that is not natural (laughs) you know so it's like that's unrealistic in that sense she's like an anomaly kind of in that sense you know because well I guess again the topic of extreme probably using that to prove a point like you don't have to exactly uh, insecure about being the only girl but yeah Damn, dude. Yeah, there's just there's a lot about this that I wish I could see in in the media and everything. I just like really I don't even know what I I would want the show to be about, okay? I just imagine like my own show. If or a show that I want to see a girl in STEM. I just imagine what if they made a show about Marie Curie? Yeah, have dude. they made a show about her? I don't think so. What if we made a show about her or just about a woman in modern day trying to win the Nobel Prize? But it's like, okay, if you Google the most influential women in STEM or in engineering or computer science or whatever field you're talking about, it's not going to – they're not going to come up looking like 
the nerds and the geeks you see in the TV shows and the movies, right? However, if you search girl nerd or female nerd or something, the only thing that comes up is girls in these big glasses with pigtails and braces and whatever, right? It's like, oh god, I'm literally I'm searching it right now. I'm looking <laughs> like this oh, wait, picture, I- big frizzy hair, headband on, glasses, crazy look on her eyes, like braces, you know. And again, like we said, this goes for men too. Like if you look, I'm sure if you look up guy nerd, some very similar stuff is going to come up, you know. It's the yeah. same. Yeah, exactly. It's the same thing. I'm not, we're not saying that that isn't an issue as well. There's stereotypes about everything, but the fact that that influences the amount of girls or women going into these fields um, because of what they see in the media versus how they want to be portrayed. And I think that that they need to like look like that to actually to, to be in the field or like to fit in or something. I don't know, right. it, which is not true because yeah. I don't think I've met a single person who looks like that same <laughs> in engineering. Like, same but let's talk about women who are actually doing cool things and that are actually like doing big things in stem and definitely don't look like what we see in the movies and it'd be interesting to have like characters similar to these women that i mentioned here so yeah let's talk about though the women um the women who are like actually making strides in the STEM field that are real role models girls can look up to and not look to media um, for those role models. So the first one that I actually follow and I like her a lot because she's just very inspirational and there's a lot she's doing for her community and um, for cancer research and, you know, just diversity in STEM. Her name, okay, I don't know her first name. I'm so sorry, <laughs> but her name is Dr. Corey on Instagram or team Corey is her Instagram name with a K and she has over 17,000 followers. So to me, she's like the s- equivalent of a Instagram influencer, but like in the STEM field mm-hmm. and she has her PhD in biomedical engineering from Cornell and she um, does research in cancer. So she's just a really cool example because if you look at her um what's it called? Instagram. She's just like, not at all what you see in media. Cause first of all, she is a black woman. So of course the representation there is already so slim. And second, she, there, um, she celebrates, there's something that happens in the, in the Caribbean. I can't remember what it's called carnival. Sorry. And she, I believe her family's like from there. And so she dresses up for carnival and a a lot of the outfits are, or, um, traditional, uh, like attire Mm -hmm. is not what women in STEM are portrayed to wear basically. So if you look up carnival, carnival, like in the Caribbean or something, you'll see what I'm talking about. And So another one is Emily's Wonder Lab. We've talked about this woman before. But basically, I bring her up too because obviously she's trying to inspire little girls in STEM. But also she is a mother and she's not overly sexualized at all in this TV show. Mm -hmm. One, because it's for kids. Two, because I think that she really got a huge say in in this show. And also, so she just wears like overall. Okay. Um, but do you think she's not overly sexualized because it's for kids? Like she probably would be if it was an adult show, right? Well, that's interesting because I don't know. Yeah. Well, what, what, what would the adult show be? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, but Damn. 
cool science experience. I don't know, but I'm just saying. Yeah, no, that's a good point. That's a good point. Whatever. She's still she's still there. Yes, she's I still agree. in the media. And so another thing, or the other women are the three, um, for those who don't know, in 2020, there were three women who won Nobel Prizes in yes. science. And since the creation of the Nobel Prize in the early 1900s, there have only been 10 women to win Nobel Prizes in science. So the fact that three of them won it last year and two of them won it together, that the first women to ever have shared a Nobel Prize, like where it's only women. And those were the creators of CRISPR. If you don't know what that is, it's basically a tool uh, to like edit DNA with high precision and everything. So huge forking deal. And if you look them up, they're just three badass bitches, but like not in the way you expect. Yeah. Queens. Yeah. Oh, and the last one, sorry, is a, a professor. Um, I'm not sure at what university she hasn't really shared, but she is a f- black female professor in mathematics. So she has her PhD and she created a group called the Academic Society and it ha- comprises of over 2,000 members now. And it's basically graduate students all across the country that she helps get through graduate school. And Recently, she sent us all an email because someone sent her this long message saying, you have no idea how much it means to me, the fact that you're a black woman with her PhD in math. Mm -hmm. Like that is a huge deal because this person that emailed her is also a black female. So she said that the fact that she was able to be represented in that way is something she hasn't experienced before. So it was really cool to read that. And yeah, I bring all this up because there are so many women doing amazing things out there that you can actually look to for real role models. Yeah, not what's portrayed in the media. Thanks for sharing that, dude. No problem, dude. That was a long-winded That's okay. We're here for the long wins. (laughs) All right. Anyways, thanks for listening, you guys, to us rant about how much we hate society. Um That's basically what it was. That's basically what it was. Um, But we rant because there are things that need to be changed, not just to complain. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, thank you guys for listening. Um, You can catch us here on Unfiltered every Sunday on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And you can follow us on Instagram at unfilteredpdcst. And anything else? Like, comment, subscribe, share. Yep. Let us know who you or what you would like to see in a TV show. Please. Yeah. Maybe we can take it to Netflix. Apparently, they're making anything these days. True. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> okay. This is just turning into just... <laughs> just shit-talking Netflix for 50 minutes. You suck. Um, and let us know if you guys have any other ideas for episodes. We planned out the next couple of months, but we're always looking for ideas. Yeah. Or if you know anyone who would be interested on being on the podcast, hook us up. We'll have some cool guests on here soon. Don't you guys worry. Hey, we love you. We love you guys. Um, Thanks for chilling with us. <laughs> you're all super awesome. And cool. Okay. She's getting sarcastic now, guys. So no, I'm <laughs> you're all super great. Super cool. Uh, I have to go to class now, so it's been real. (laughs) Okay. Take it away. My name is Kimberly. My name is Michaela. And And this this is Unfiltered. Unfiltered.
<laughs> okay, love you, why? The ending of this is always so crazy. I know. <laughs> All right. Love you guys. Bye. 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 Bye.